What does video, a rodeo, and a TV anchor have in common? This combo grabs your attention. And if you're ready to grab the attention of your audience through video, then you're going to love my guest, Virginia Kerr. She's a former TV news anchor turned host and business owner. She helps women stand out on video and grow their businesses. And why did I mention a rodeo? Well, listen in. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into personal branding, how to build our businesses on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now photographer and podcaster. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, put on your comfy sweatpants, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, Virginia. Hi there. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Awesome. Oh, I know it's raining here too. But let me tell you, before we dive into video, tell us about your business and what made you get into video? Oh my goodness. I have been obsessed with video literally since I was 11 years old. So I was the kid that was making up commercials in the bathroom in front of the mirror, selling all of the shampoo and toothpaste in my bathroom. I love that. So I've, I, yeah, I was just, I've always liked it. Um, I was obsessed with the local news anchors when I was a kid. Anytime they would appear in person, I would go, you know, see them. I even went to a broadcast journalism camp when I was 16. <laughs> so I'm a nerd. <laughs> so and, uh, videos in your blood, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just something I've always really enjoyed learning. And I went into news, you know, that was what the big goal of mine when I got out of college. And then after that, I eventually launched a TV show in St. Louis. That was the last TV job I had, news anchor job. And I, I launched a nonprofit show here. And then I got out of it because I was just working way too much and not smart at all. And it was about a year ago, I just started playing with video again in my house and not any intention of starting a business with it at all. And late last summer, I was laying in bed and I was just like, why am I not talking about how to do this? Because I know how powerful it can be, especially when someone's trying to grow a business or any kind of network online. And so I just kind of started talking about it. People started showing interest and, and here I am. That's awesome. And I can't thank you enough for starting your business because I know you're helping so many get comfortable on video. So Virginia, why do you think video is important for social media and your overall marketing? Well, it is, it's proven that video is the fastest way for someone to get to know, like, and trust you. They feel like you're in the room. I mean, when you do it the right way and you're not just talking just to talk, they feel like they can really go to you as a resource to help them with something. And that is obviously going to help you build an audience. And then from there, you're going to be able to convert those followers into fans and those fans into customers if that's your goal. And don't you feel that video is a quicker way to make connections with your audience and almost more of a personal connection versus that business sticky connection? Yes, you can show your personality. I think a, a big mistake people make is they think if they go on video, they have to talk business. And that's not, not that we don't want to talk business, 
but we want people to see us for who we are. You know, we want people to relate to us. We want people to see our quirky side. We want people to hear our life lessons. Again, we want them to know that we are like them in so many ways, but as a business owner, you also want to show how you're credible and how you can be a leader and help guide them to the goals that they're trying to achieve. So how does someone get started with video? I'm sure you've heard all the excuses, like I'm not pretty enough, I'm not outgoing, I'm not a public speaker. So help us out, how do we start? Well, here's the thing, even me, someone who has been obsessed with video since I was a kid, I still have all the fear. You know, for some reason, when I jumped on Instagram, because I've only been on Instagram since last late spring, it was so scary to me. I, I like to describe it as it's so different than Facebook because you feel like in Facebook, you've got your quote unquote friends and it just feels like a safer bubble. But on Instagram, anybody can fly by and look in the window and see you. That's how it feels. <laughs> so especially when you go live or you post a video, I described it when I first started as standing naked on a balcony of a high rise apartment building. And then people and their little you know, Jetson airplanes or cars are driving by and looking at you and you just feel so vulnerable. So it is scary. I get it. And what I did when I first started posting video on Instagram, I told myself I just had to do one 15 second story. And if I hated it, I think people don't understand. You can record a story and then not even post it. Right. But I started to push myself each day to do something new on Instagram, whether that was video or just learning a new feature in stories. But I started with a 15 second video and so, I was somebody coming from a TV <laughs> industry and I was still nervous. So really the whole point is to start small and then just very small, very small. So, cause we we're overloaded with video on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and some of them are spectacular. And some of them can be like 10 minutes long and it goes to the IGTV and it's very, very intimidating. So your advice is don't go there. Just start Not small. Yeah. Super baby step. I mean, you can even go smaller than a 15 second video and do a boomerang. I mean, that's kind of a video. Just anything that's going to get you further than where you are today is a step in the right direction. So can you give us some of your best tips for when we're ready to hit that big, scary red record button? <laughs> yes, I think that being prepared is going to help with that fear. So if you are wanting to, first of all, you have to ask yourself, what's the point of this video? Are you just gonna do a behind the scenes, fun look at you, know, you and the family having fun? Cause that's important too. We wanna see behind the scenes. But if your goal is to teach someone something, you know, just because we use the word tutorial, it doesn't mean it needs to be a three minute video. You can literally teach somebody something, especially if we're talking about a product transformation in 30 seconds. So let's ask ourselves, what's the goal of this? What do you want the person to walk away with knowing and how do you want them to feel? So let's pretend like you want to show off something, whether you're selling it or not, but something that you are loving because it has changed your life in some way. doesn't matter if you sell it or not. And you want to think to yourself, why do I like this so much? What do I want the viewer at home to feel after they see this? Do I want them to feel inspired? Do I want them to feel motivated to go try something new? And then you talk, you think to yourself, we're preparing here. What are my main points to this? So I gave an example the other day. You could literally do a 30 second tutorial and I could say to you, I do not leave my house 
without my hooker lashes. That's what I call my fake eyelashes that I don't sell, by the way. And then I could show a before picture of me without my hooker lashes. And then I could, not talking, just show it real fast. Or I could just say, this is me without my hooker lashes. This is me with my hooker lashes. And then I could say, and that's why I love them so much. Boom, drop the mic. I just, for somebody out there, not everybody's into fake eyelashes, but for somebody who's like, dang, those eyelashes look good. I've created curiosity. I didn't even tell them what the eyelashes were, but I said just enough, literally I could have done that in 15 seconds, that they are more likely to DM me now because they're like, okay, where'd you get the lashes? I got to know where they are. Now, even if I did sell the lashes, I could still do it the very same way. Another mistake people make is they think if they're on video talking about their product, they have to go on and on about where they can find it, what it's called, all the features of the packaging that nobody really cares about. They just want to know, What's it going to do for me? Prove it to me. And plus, you don't want to give them all the information because what I like to coach is we want to create curiosity so that you're getting people to DM and reach out to you and you're not having to go reach out to them first. And that's how you start building relationships. So the key points here are to create curiosity and to invoke feeling in your video. And that is attainable in 30 seconds or less. It can be. Yeah. I mean, you might need 30 seconds or you might need more than 30 seconds. It just depends on how many points you have. But anytime I do a video, whether it's a, a quick mini training in my stories or it's a three minute IGTV training, I know my talking points before I even turn the camera on. Because if I just got on, especially live, if I just got on just to get on and I'm, and if I'm a rookie at this, you are gonna clam up, you are gonna be like a deer in headlights, it's not gonna feel good. But if you already know what your talking points are, you're gonna feel so much more prepared. And I don't mean write a script, because I think that's another mistake. When we write scripts, well, a couple of things happen. When I was in the news industry, there was this one guy, every morning I would see him pace the hallways at the news station, memorizing his two minute story he was gonna do on live TV. And I was the anchor. So I always was, I knew I couldn't ask him any questions because he was so fixated on his script that if I surprised him in any way, it was gonna throw him off and be really bad television. And that's what happens. You don't wanna write a script. You should know your stuff. You just want to know exactly where you're headed with this. And again, like I said, what do you wanna teach them? How do you want them to feel? We always want them to feel obviously positive. So even if it's a sad story that you're sharing, but you're sharing that because you learned something with that, maybe you caused them to tear up a little bit, but those weren't negative feelings. Those were inspirational feelings and it was a way for you to connect with them on another level. Oh, I love that advice. When it comes to video, what is something that you wish you would have known or tried sooner? Oh, that's good. That's a really good question. Well, I know that one of the biggest lessons for me in when I was in television, what, and it was a, a crazy day. This story changed my life. But so I was a crime reporter in St. Louis when I first moved here. And one, and so I did all the, the bad news, like the really negative, you know, murder overnight kind of stuff. And my producer called me on my, I was almost to the news station. And he said, Kerr, I need you to turn back around. I need you to put some blue jeans on. I'm sending you to a rodeo this morning. And I was like, a rodeo? Like, I'm a serious news reporter here. What am I going to do at a rodeo? He's like, I, I know you can do this, but Ryan got sick. He was the feature reporter. I just need you to go out there. They, they've already set up everything. We can't cancel on them. So I had no scripts. I knew nothing about rodeos. 
but I was friends with a news anchor on the desk. Her name was Rochelle. And so when I went out there, I was like, all right, what can I show them that would be good TV, meaning something with action, with a prop preferably. So the guy had a whip and I said, can you teach me how to whip? Like, <laughs> like really have, you know, whip. And so he said, yeah. And I said, okay, that's all I knew that I was going to do. And then the, this is the key. When I went on live, no scripts. I just said, okay, Virginia, you're just talking to Rochelle. You're not talking to anybody else. We're just having a conversation we would normally have in the bathroom that, you know, if we were putting our hair and makeup, put our makeup and hair together before we go on, I'm just going to talk to Rochelle. And so I got on, I go, oh my gosh, Rochelle. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but my point is from that day forward, I always remembered you're talking to one person. You're talking to your best friend. You're just talking to one person. And if you're only helping one person today, that's all that matters. So me getting on and talking to thousands of people every day on, you know, a live shot, it didn't scare me as much because in my head, I was just talking to Rochelle. And, and a lot of times Rochelle was the one pitching to me out in the field, as we say. And so I would start off by saying, hey, Rochelle. So even to this day, when I'm on a video, I'll say you or girlfriend or dude, I actually say dude a lot, dude. And so, and that's because I want the person at home to feel like I'm just talking to them. So it's not only making me feel relaxed by just talking to that one person, it's also making the viewer at home feel like I'm just the girlfriend FaceTiming, you know, making them laugh or teaching them something new or inspiring them in some way. And that is going to help your audience connect with you so much, <clears throat> sorry, so much faster. So. To sum it all up, you're speaking to one person. Picture your best friend, even if you have to print out a picture of someone and tape it on your tripod or tape it on a wall behind your phone. As a reminder, it's a, it's a really good way for you to feel more relaxed and for your audience to feel more connected. That is awesome advice because a lot of times I'll see on Instagram stories, and I'm guilty of this too, I'll say, hey friends. So, and then you're immediately intimidated because you're like, I'm talking to a bunch of people now. So right. really, I should just be saying, hey, you, what's up, sister? Yes. Okay. Yes. I love that advice. And that immediately just calms you down and makes you feel more relaxed. And then your audience feels more relaxed and connected just to you. Exactly. That's awesome. Any must-have gadgets, tools, or apps for the beginner? Uh, I'm always going to tell you, you need a ring light and ring lights don't have to be expensive. I, my favorite one is a $29 ring light. It used to be $26. And I swear, because I talk about it so much, they raise the price, <laughs> but it is cheap. It's super cheap. It, it's not going to last you forever and ever, but it's a ring light I get on Amazon. And I like it because it's very light. It's super skinny. So I can fit it in a corner of my bathroom if I'm doing a tutorial. So yes, you need a ring light, especially if you are selling any kind of cosmetic beauty products because people need to see that you're, you've got, you know, good face or good skin. But, um, plus well-lit videos are more likely to get watched, especially if we're on an app called TikTok, because in, on TikTok, uh, their AI, their artificial intelligence that scans the videos, if they can't see everything in your video, then they won't show it to a lot of people. It's interesting. But anyway, yes, a ring light and they don't have to be expensive. Um, and that would, and, and plus and get a ring light with the tripod or buy a tripod separately. If you don't get one with a tripod, cause I, a shaky camera shot is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> so don't, even if you have to prop it up on some books, just don't sit there and hold your phone forever. If you're doing, you know, longer than 30 seconds. And then here's a, a question. Are you a fan of editing your videos? And if you do edit, what are your favorite editing apps? 
Yes. Oh yeah. You asked me about apps. So I, yes, I'm a fan of editing uh, because many things, first of all, you can have a lot of fun. And, and I, this is why I, I'm, I'm getting off on this, but this is why I love TikTok because it's forcing us to edit. And what happens when we are for, on TikTok, you have to have a video no more than one minute. It'll cut you off. Like you don't have a choice. And honestly, minute long videos on TikTok are less likely to perform well because the attention span is so short. I'm not saying you shouldn't do a video over a minute. I'm just saying I like the skill set that it's teaching over there because it's forcing us to edit and get really precise and concise with our words. So yes, I, I do think you should edit, especially IGTV. I have a, um, a tutorial on how I, you can edit in an app called Video Shop, which is one of the simplest video editing apps out there. And I also use one called InShot and another one called Video Leap. So it just depends on how many gadgets and you know features you want. But at the very like basic level, I would say at least trim your videos so that there's not what I like to call dead air in between sentences or at the beginning and the end of your video. Now this is more for IGTV or like a YouTube video where you want you know to be really quick. Even on TikTok, like you can go in there and adjust each clip. So I will make it so that all my words, all my sentences are butted up right against each other because unfortunately that's just the, the attention span we're working with these days. And if you pause for too long and this person doesn't know you very well and you haven't somehow grabbed their attention off the top of that video, they're going to move on. In stories, no, you don't need to edit, edit your videos. Sometimes I will just to have fun if I'm doing something creative, but again, if you're, even if you're not editing, just know, don't get on there and talk on and on about yourself, ask how people are doing and happy Friday and all those things, because our brains will tune that out so fast. We will swipe by that video so fast. It's not even funny. And I know that sounds terrible, but it's just real. It's just true. I love that advice because that's exactly what I do. If I see someone yeah. jump on and they're talking about the weather and they're talking about the fun filter, bye. Like yes. you need to yes. grab their attention right away. So grab, Absolutely. let me ask you this, <clears throat> grabbing attention when someone is either in their stories, um, live on Instagram, even doing a live on Facebook, when they go live, do they need to announce right away the point of the video? Yes. Going back to making your audience feel like you're just talking to them. One of the worst things you can do on a live video is, hey friends, I am so excited to be here and talk to you. I'm gonna wait though, let's just wait and see if a, little, a few more friends get on. That is the worst thing you can do because a couple reasons. First of all, most people are gonna watch the replay. And if they click on that video and they gotta sit around and wait for you to watch these people show up, they're moving on. Second of all, you want to make sure that you are telling them what you're gonna give them right out of the gate. And if you don't do that, then you've lost their attention and they're gonna move on. So yes, don't wait around for people and make sure you're gonna tell them what's in it for them right out of the gate. Virginia, this was awesome information. And I know I've been watching your Instagram stories. I'm now watching you on TikTok. And your tutorials and your advice on video is amazing. So please tell our listeners where they can connect with you on social media and start doing their own videos. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm at This Is Virginia Kerr on Instagram. 
and I do IGTV tutorials every single week. I also do just little quick hacks as, as far as editing videos and editing pictures on my grid there on the feed so you can find those. And I also give a tip uh, a mini training, if you will, in my stories every day. I'm also on TikTok and I have a couple of accounts there. One is just for fun and that's at This Is Virginia Kerr. And then the other one is video tips for social media. And that is my account on TikTok where I, like I said, give video tips. And I will make sure that I have all this information in the show notes. And thank you so much, Virginia, for being on the show today. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.